Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome to Every Youth Matters. I am Dr. John Tan, and in this episode called The Power of Belief Part 1, I'll be sharing the kind of belief a young person needs in order to thrive. Now, before you can reach or help the child or youth, you have to honestly ask yourself this question. It's a very important question. And that question is, what do you see in the child? Or, what do you see in your child? And the point is this. Do you believe in them? Do you see in them potential and power? Tell me honestly. Let's do a reflection. Perhaps it's your child, or perhaps it's the young person you're trying to reach. What do you see in them? Do you really see the tremendous power and potential in them? Now, granted, I know sometimes it may be very, very difficult because if it's like you've been having problems with your child and you have been having great arguments, the child that overnight shot up into becoming a very non-communicative teenager who just slams the door and speaks to you in monosyllabic grunts, not even words. And sometimes it feels that, wow, what has happened to my child? And then you just want to reach them. So the question for me to you is the same thing. What do you see in your child? What do you see? Tell me honestly. Do you see problems? Do you see the child as being defiant? Or do you see that child having that tremendous power and potential in them, just waiting to come up? Right? I know sometimes it may be very difficult, particularly when you yourself are emotionally down and drain and you're so busy with deadlines and you have this child who just will not listen to you. But hold your horses. Trust me. I've been there. I've done that. And I've made many, many mistakes. Trust me. So I'm just sharing this with you. The basic question of what do you see in your child? It's an important one. Because why? Because... Children and youth would respond in the way you see or view them. Let me share with you two stories. I remember this uh, teacher I had. Um, I'll just call him Mr. D. Don't want to name him. But I remember Mr. D. And uh, he taught me when I was in secondary one and two. And he was my English language teacher. Now, I earlier on had shared in this um, podcast show 
about my past, my very colourful and mischievous past. Well, I was not a easy student to handle or deal with, I must admit now. I was purely irritating. And I remember Mr. D will always call me the Grumble Bee. Why? Because I had something to say every lesson. And so I remember this episode when the, um, he actually asked me and he rebuked me in front of the whole class. And he said, John, come here. Next time when you submit your composition homework to me, please make sure that you do not ask your older brother to do it for you. And he said it in front of the whole class. I think just to shame me maybe. I do not know. But I was very, very upset because if there is one subject that I'm good in, it would be in English only and not the other subjects. And this was a subject that I thrive, I enjoyed. But then he challenged me then, I think, by just saying those words. And I tried to explain to him. I said, Mr. D, trust me, it is not my brother's work. It is me. And then he said, just shut up and sit down. Don't argue with me. So I remember him. So, <laughs> many years later, I think that was in secondary one. So many years later, like maybe four years, it seems very long for a secondary school student. When the results for my old level exams came out, and guess what for my English? What did I get? It was A1. So can you imagine what I would do? Mm, I was looking out with pride and I was looking out for Mr. D. And I found him. And I brought my exam results to him. And I showed him and I said, Mr. D, look at this. I have an A1 for English. And I can tell you, Mr. D, I can assure you, my brother did not do it for me. That was my punchline. And guess what? What would Mr. D say? He looked at me and then he said, hmm, A1. Hmm. But last year, the paper was very easy. Can you imagine that? Mr. D, what kind of belief he had in me? So, on to my next story. And this story is a story of Mrs. B. Mrs. B. Mrs. B was uh, my subject teacher when I was doing my pre-university. By then, I had, um, you know, kind of graduated in terms of mischief and misdeeds. And, uh, well, didn't actually um, enjoy her classes. And uh, I remember, however, she kept looking at me in a very accepting manner, even though I was just downright irritating. And one day she challenged me. And her challenge was so, you know, incredulous to me because I couldn't imagine that she would even ask me that. And she told me this. She said, John, I think in you there's someone who is like, you know, who is a good writer and a speaker. I tell you what, John... I, I've just entered you for an inter-school essay competition. I was like, what? Mrs. B, you got to be kidding. 
And she says, no, John, go for it. I will support you. And all you have to do is to write a 12,000 words economics essay. I was like, wow, Mrs. B, you are crazy. And she says, no, I believe in you. Go for it. Well, to cut the long story short, I did it. I did the 12,000 words essay for the first time in my life. In fact, I asked my mother to type for me, but I did all the words. And she, Mrs. B, submitted the essay. And da -da 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 -da, guess what? I got second prize. So this at-risk, mischievous student brought glory to his school by becoming second in the economics competition. I mean, school-wide, in, in, in Singapore. And so, wow, well, it was the first time ever, you know, I had all this kind of uh, adulation and praise. So the point of my story is this. Children and youths would respond in the way you see or view them. So let me ask you this question again. How do you view your child? Do you see your child with innate talent? Do you see your child with tremendous potential waiting to be extracted? I can tell you for the fact, if you start doing that, your child will slowly respond to that and rise to that challenge by you believing in them. Well, that's all I have for today. I'm so glad that you are here to uh, join me. And uh, please join me for the next time because I'll be speaking about how to help youths believe in themselves. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com. That is drjohntan.com. While there, do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is... I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com InstantPodcastLeader.com If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.